Hey, this is big, Papa Pump Scott's Diner. Yes, yes, it is me, Gerald Zipupe. Hey, this is Joe Gatto. And well, hello there. It's me, Harold the Puppet. This is Eric Yama. This is Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, and you are listening to Shootin' Poop. The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode number, God, I lose count, 58. It's now, on the screen. Oh, breaking kayfabe early, I see. It's going to be that kind of episode, everybody. Stay tuned. Sit back. Enjoy. Like I said, we've already broke kayfabe. Who knows what else we're going to do. We may go straight off the rails. I have no clue. There's no script tonight. We're, we're flipping the format. Let's go. Guys, is it me, or was Kirsten Dunst as Mary Jane Watson really that annoying in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies? that picture just and you get a just like a fucking least one that doesn't like come on dude he picked you realize i dropped 30 pounds since you took that pic we got that picture taken it, well that means i just gotta get a photo well next time we get together i'll get you a more flattering it's not photo. even that it's, it's the fucking angle of it too he picked <laughs> an absolute worst possible photo pregnant uh, you, you look like you're trying to call somebody over. Mazel tov. <laughs> Mazel tov, exactly. Hey, wait. But, I got I, I, I to gotta, I gotta go with the elephant in the room. What the, what the hell? Are we, what, are you breaking into somebody's house, Joey K? Oh, no. This, I just turned the camera around. This Dude, that's, wow, that's kind of. That's feel like, the front face part of the house. I feel like you should be doing that Chappelle joke where he talked about he couldn't call the cops because he lived in too nice of an apartment. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what what happened here. This Philly guy broke into this house and hung pictures of his family up. It's an open and shut case, Johnson. Walk away. I don't know. I just I just look at my couch over here and I just think of Rick James buying a couch. (laughs) Digging your feet, muddy ass boots into the couch. Fuck uh, your couch. Fuck your couch. Uh, <laughs> feels good with the you turtle. Know what? <laughs> He's got very Steve Jobs ish. If he was the Pacific Island Playboy over there, this is it. This is actually wow, that one in a while. I thought it was time to welcome you all to my home. Mm-hmm. The way we see it here. 
Dude, all that living room needs is a bowl of granola on the, on the coffee table. <laughs> I swear to God, there's potpourri in there. <laughs> could you, hey, no, could you yeah, we're high rolling, baby. We got Glade plugins fresh every two weeks. <laughs> could you be at least, you know, like maybe lit the fire, you know? Oh, no, it gets too stuck. No, dude, that's a TV screen. That ain't a real fireplace over there. Yeah, that's not a real fireplace, man. That's all fake. That's a TV screen. Oh, no, that's, that's, a, that's a real fireplace. Oh. That's, that's yeah. a TV screen for short people. That ain't a real fireplace. That's a real fireplace. <laughs> there aren't the aesthetic trees now. in Philly. He, he don't have any wood to cut. There's no trees oh, in Philadelphia. Trust me, bro. We burn some trees out here. <laughs> daily. <laughs> Fucking daily. That's Do they look like Christmas trees with sugar crystals on them, big dog? <laughs> Ho ho ho, baby! Yeah. Uh, oh, apparently he has company, so we'll have to make this one a quick one tonight, gentlemen. I just heard it. So, I know. Hey, ho ho ho! I like uh, how you stuff that one in there. <laughs> Speaking of stuffing things in there, oh no. Yeah. So, uh, how how are we feeling about that Christmas matchup this week? Oh. Feeling fantastic! What a present! What a glorious gift that we as I, re- as I recall, I think we left off last week where I was stuffing my fist up your ass <laughs> and moving moving that mouth and making you sad laugh across the screen. Um, it wasn't even know. my fist. I literally just jumped up in those cheeks. I was in that to win that, dude. Hey, wow! Can, can we talk <sighs> about the Bears? The Bears Monday night, like we actually played four quarters of football, man. That was actually, right. Yeah. That it's was funny when that happens. Yeah, dude, yeah. it doesn't happen much, so we take it. The The Bears won and the Bulls won, so I was feeling pretty cocky Monday night. You're uh, lucky we weren't recording then. They beat teams from Boston. Well, you know, go. we got Dallas coming up in a few weeks. I, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't Sunday. mind taking that out. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. Is it this Sunday? It yep. is. This yeah. Sunday, this yeah. week. Yeah. 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 You know, hey, you guys are starting to figure it out. I wouldn't put it past the Dallas Cowboys to uh, play down to their competition like they did. Dude, 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 don't so. start oh. being humble now just because you're getting your ass kicked all of a sudden. Hey, no, Two he's weeks not being ago, humble. You were talking he's shit nonstop. Now you're all he's humble being, and stuff. Talk he, it all. Okay. Giovanni yeah. humble. He's being a cynical asshole right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it sounds like he spent the past couple of days dusting off the VHS tapes of their Super Bowl wins and fucking jerking off with his fucking tears after uh, me ripping my new ass last week about the Eagles winning. Yeah. <laughs> he still had more rings. <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of tapes yeah. and stuff, Sean, don't, you got a Betamax copy of the Bears last uh, Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I He's do. I, I do. I do, yeah. It's, I got a reel to reel of it, too. Oh, the 22 millimeter film reel or whatever? Yeah, man. Stole it straight from the... the uh, <laughs> Take it straight from NFL archives. Yep. <laughs> right. On the frozen tundra. <laughs> those intros, dude. Those are awesome. I fucking love those. Actually, you know what I was thinking about when I was thinking about the Bears in our new stadium that was coming that we're going to be getting, which is going to be a dome. And then I thought, man, Joey K is really going to be pissed when we get a WrestleMania here too. Well, he's got WrestleMania coming up. I got Mania coming in 24. Yeah, Yeah. we're going to be sleeping on that sofa back there. Yeah. They're going to actually do a Mania in Philly, huh? I got a a year and change to scrub the love stains off of it for you guys. You guys ain't had any, like, Philly fans shooting other people or anything in a couple years. Apparently, they think it's safe. It's been all right. 
It's hey, been all right. Couches pull out. Are the couches pullouts? There's not a lot of pulling out happening on that couch. That <laughs> oh, God damn. Are you I just trying to stay there tonight? Do I get us back on track? Are we going to talk about wrestling at all? Or is that every. Uh, pulled out. He barely knew her. Anyway, so <laughs> we got to get on to wrestling, man. Why? Why not? Who? Who's been watching New Japan? Where are we at with this? I know Joey K's. I don't want to talk about. You know, yeah, your your Guam and Hope. He uh, he he he's out. But everybody else, I think, is still alive. Dennis, where are we at? Um, I'm pull. I'll pull up the uh the 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 latest uh, updates and stuff. But I do want to say that I believe a uh, little bit of a refresher here for our um. Our shooters out there. Who did we all go with originally to pick this tournament? I know Joey K had Je- Jeff Cobb. I had Zach Saber Jr. I'm ninety percent sure I want Sonata. No, yeah, you did, and then I had um, I had Red Narita. Yeah. No, um, Javon had Evil Baby Mama. <laughs> yeah, he did. No, we're not pulling for the Baby Mama. We just said that Evil has a strong resemblance to the Baby Mama. Speaking of pulling out. Five seconds too late, my friend. Five seconds too late. You know what they say? It's the quickest three seconds on the world. Okay, so this is this is actually what I got. Um, we actually have uh, right now. We have, I believe, it down to the eight. And uh, the tournament actually, the second round actually kicked off uh, earlier today. Um, latest update: We have uh, evil. Defeating Yoshihashi to move on to the semifinals. Damn it! And then we have uh, Zach Saber Jr. defeated David Finley to uh, move on Ooh. as well too. So uh, it's a good win for Fit Finley. Yeah. yeah. No, Zach Saber Jr. defeated David Finley. Oh, okay, okay, okay. There we go. Um, <laughs> so we got in the semifinal semifinals on November fifth. We got Zach Saber Jr. going up against Evil with the winner moving on to January fourth, and oh, then uh, on, the other Zach two Saber. quarter. The other two quarterfinal matches will uh, take place Sunday. Um, we got Sonata going up against Kenta, which should be a fun one. Ooh. And then this one should be I, – I don't know what to make of this. We got Toru Yano going up against my guy, my pick, Red Narita. There's no way Yano wins that match. But, but dude, Yano, man, is just, just so hilarious. I mean – you You give your comedy acts – Maybe one good win, which is, you know what? I don't give a fuck. You guys could bash it all you want. I don't give a damn. That's kind of my beef with Orange Cassidy winning the All-Atlantic title. But you give your comedy act a few strong wins, but you're not going to let him progress into actually the next levels of a tournament when you have somebody like a Ren Narita that could be taking that spot. I mean, don't don't discredit your, your company like that. So. But dude, they're fighting over a fucking belt buckle from Bucky's. Who gives a shit? Nah, <laughs> no, it's it the man like ring from that seventies Cracker Barrel. <sighs> you know what? That's oh, a good Cracker point. Barrel. That's some good stuff. I had fantasy football belts that look way better <laughs> than that thing. <laughs> Speaking of belts, man, barrel. I have <clears throat> I have one on the way. I want a raffle. Well, it's actually been a while ago, like six weeks ago, but I won a raffle. I won a WCCW World Class Championship. It's Texas been a few weeks ago. I hope you get it, brother. He'll oh, get I'm it. Gonna, yeah, Matt. We know, we know, he knows the guy, one of the guys that runs the 
the, that runs the raffles. And it actually my guy Matt messaged me today and showed, sent me a screenshot of the tracking number and, and the paperwork. So that's gonna be cool. Yeah, I've heard that. Time. I've heard that dance before too, man. It's okay. Oh no, Matt. Matt ain't gonna. <laughs> <see the song. laughs> as long as Matt's not in jail. As long as he's not yeah. in jail, yeah, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all know what happens when you know, like people that claim to be legit go to jail. <sighs> Five sense. seconds, gentlemen. Five seconds. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, but uh, there's also there's also some interesting developments because apparently this whole thing with uh Carl Anderson in the Never Open Weight Championship there uh was uh he was double booked and it sounds like they're kind of going with this. You know what, man? Is that man, a work? Is hear, that or is that? It, it a, might be oh, real. Yeah. It might be real. But here's my thing. I don't care if that's a work or not. What I need to know if it's a work or not is that marriage. Because fucking ex-hot Asian wife sounds a lot better than hot Asian wife, if you know what I'm saying. I've never had an issue, you know, with the differential between ex and not ex. But, you know, come on, man. It's hot Asian wife. Mm -hmm. Once again, I'm sorry to uh, Sean's wife. I don't, I just don't, I don't, I just don't know that he's even good enough to carry a strap on his own anyway. Oh. And my wife's in the room, oh. dude. So just behave. Oh, he'll put you I'm in your place. I tell you the kind of strap he carries on his own, but you don't want to hear it. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> they call um, him the machine gun, baby. We're off the rails already. It's not even my fault. It's not even my fault. And also, also too, um, I know Okada said some uh, things to kind of spice up the match he's got with Jay White coming up at Wrestle Kingdom, too. Spicy. And he's talking about how he's not happy with the way Jay White comports himself and stuff, you know. But, dude, Jay White's, like, killing it right now. How long before we're tired of Okada? I'll be honest with you. I've been tired of Okada. I'll be honest with you. I'm surprised that more people aren't tired of him because it's kind of the, I mean, and no disrespect to Okada because I mean, I'm not a huge Okada fan, but I, I just think that it's kind of weird that they, it's kind of weird that they keep going back to him yet. People, nobody He's says the Japanese anything. John Cena, man. He yeah. is, dude. Yeah. He is. My it's exactly. the same, it's the same match. It's the, and they keep bringing him back because but nobody says it. anything like they do with Cena, like they did with Reigns, you know? Well, I mean, it's different there. Than it is that, There's more there, honor there. than what they do there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, being a professional wrestler in Japan is like, there's all, like, those guys meet with heads of state and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Our guys hang, our guys hang out at, like, Waffle House. <laughs> all <of> Garden. <laughs> Meat no. sauce guy. What the fuck is up, Denny's? Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know the thing. The thing is, though, too, you have to also understand. I think it's like that American difference where Cena's everywhere in America, yeah. and or and has been for a long, long, long time. Okada here is still not, you know, the household name. Just like New Japan's not, like you know, yeah. Pop, you know, when people talk wrestling in America, it's WWE and AEW. So yeah. that that takes a little bit off. Now, if it was different and New Japan was, you know, one of the top two promotions in this country, eh, we'd probably be having a much different discussion True. about the fan reaction to Okada. You know yeah. what, though? And here's, here's no, it's not that I, I mean, I, I always thought he was 
probably the first 50 times I seen him, I thought, man, this guy's special. But then, you know, like, you know, I mean, it, it is. It's kind of like eating the same meal every day for a month. You know, after a while, you're just like, all right, dude, you, I, can we throw some potatoes in this or something? Just give me something else, or, you know. Or, or like listening to the same song over and over and over again. Yeah. Or being married, apparently, according to some people. But anyway, I, I think my... <laughs> Sorry, Are you purposely trying to get Sean in trouble? Dude, no, no, my marriage is good, bro. I'm, uh, yeah, I actually. I saw, I saw his wife go friend. at him. I saw his Congrats wife jump at him like a spider yeah. monkey the other day, and I, that's like my life's goal is to see Dude, her take bro. him out. <laughs> I'll dump these fuckers in a heartbeat. It ain't, it ain't shit. If she was like, "Nah, you can't do it." I'm like, All right, I'd rather hang out with you anyway. Look, the only thing I know is she said you're a Brock Lesnar guy, and you didn't, you didn't defend that, yourself there, buddy. That is not true. Some baby bullshit right there. That is Look. not fucking true. Actually, the funny thing is, one of the reasons why me and her, I was attracted to her, was her fucking hatred for Brock Lesnar. Oh well, there you go. I remember her, me and her, the first time we talked about wrestling was in a Facebook wrestling group. That's where mm-hmm. I met her. Well, buddy, the house and that hates together were, stays together. She was commenting on uh, Brock Lesnar's tattoo. She said it looked like a big dick on his chest, and I was like, I gotta meet this girl. her fucking hatred for lesnar was so fierce i was just like that you know i have no issue with the sword i have tons of issue with the ejaculate at the tip of it (laughs) (laughs) what was the name cock chestner thrown out at any point in that conversation Because wow. I feel, I feel like that would warrant a marriage. No. Lie. Oh my god! And, and I say this fully knowing that Brock could probably use me as a fucking condom if he wanted to. Well, dude, he'd kill all of us. You know? <laughs> I actually, you know, my hatred for him is less. This last run that he's come back and kind of cowboy like, Brock. Yeah, man, he's kind of being more interactive with the fans, and you're starting to actually see a little bit more. Personality, less, less of an asshole. You know what I mean. He's got that, uh, like a lot better than the uh, 03 Lesnar, for sure. He, he did, like he, because he was a heel, but he had that personality that came out. Yeah. And now, now with him is that in between character, in between mm-hmm. heel and babyface, depending who yeah. he's matched up against, it works. Yeah. Yeah. You know what weird things that just works, man. Um, Bluetooth. <laughs> we haven't done a Bluetooth spot in years. I mean, we haven't done a generic dick pill spot in years either. We'll maybe throw one in, but um, <laughs> that's that's what she said. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> going back to the old days of shooting shit. We're back. Anyway, to new Japan wrestling stuff. <laughs> yeah, maybe, I don't. Have we talked about wrestling at all? Hell yeah, we have. And that's that's where I'm getting, man. Is fucking. Right, um, I'm vamping so I don't on. have to fucking sit here and listen to you guys talk about NXT because I'm not going to do it. We're not. Shut going up and NXT. drink your champagne with the fi- by the fireplace. Uh, maybe oh, go play was... my baby grand piano next too. <laughs> going to tickle the ivories? Oh yeah, I'll tickle it. <laughs> he's going to tickle them all night, gentlemen. He's got the whole world in his hands. The, Is that this, what he's calling this, it? Resurgence. <laughs> Come on, we were actually trying that time. Oh, for you. sorry, I'm sorry. For you, you were being serious. You were trying Hopefully to do some work. Okay, all right, all right. We can be serious now. at times, Sean. Right, right, right. 
We were I'm trying down. to work. This is, also, this is all the shoot. This is like the worst work. episode ever, guys. If y'all stuck through this, when you're champs, just like everybody here, man. I love Bray Wyatt. How are we feeling about the resurgence of Bray Wyatt? This Uncle Harper character, this creepy mask. What, what are we going with this? Where are we going with this? I think it's too early to pass judgment because it's like, I got to see a little bit more. Like, I'm intrigued. And it's like, okay, I have to see what, what happens next and stuff and where this goes. I don't know if he's going to do like a multiple personality type thing, kind of similar to, you know, when he was a fiend and then, you know, the Firefly Funhouse, you know, Mr. Rogers type Bray White, if he's going to do that, if he's going to explore, you know, the go back to the eater of worlds and, you know, the cult leader, if he's expanding more, it's, it's really intriguing. And I mean, I, he's doing such a good job of like giving us what we want, which is seeing him. But at the same time, when he's done, it's like, okay, I got to see what happens next. Like he leave, he gives us what we want, yet he still leaves us wanting more. I kind of, somebody, dude, please, for real, you got to get control of it, man. You're running this dude, shit. You, we, God, come on, man. You're thanks before you open that mouth. Wow. Okay. Because you just gave us some fucking gems. I, anyway, yeah. on, anyway, I like what he's doing. I don't. I'm not in a big hurry to see him be in the title picture. I'm not even in a big hurry to see him in the ring. I like what they're doing. Keep building this up. I and I'm kind of hoping this character that they're bringing along with him. I think it would be really, really cool if that was Barry Windham. I kind of the the build and and the look of him and everything. He kind of looks like Barry Windham the size and everything. I'd love to see Barry Windham be a part of something with, I mean, that's who he, that's his, you know, who he's named his, after. His uncle. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would um, love to see Barry Windham be involved in something like that, uh, working with him. I don't like, I don't really know what's going on. It's kind of sporadic and chaotic and that's Bray. You right. know what I mean? I just, I see so many different, like, all oh, they need to build a stable and he needs to like, let's put Rhea Ripley with him and let's, Dude, just let let him be him. Just let him do his thing. You're doing so good. Triple H so, will, many, so many things right now. Yeah. Let's not Triple make H, it more I think complicated. Let, yeah, he, yeah, let's not make it more complicated than it needs to be. And Triple H will let him be himself. And I think one of the things that I'm really intrigued about um, is the fact that there's rumors that a couple of the members of this Wyatt Six or whatever they're going to call them are going to be uh, Vincent who from and uh, Dutch from the uh, the Righteous from Ring of Honor, and I know we've talked about like in way way back. I think when we did our our draft special um, back when Ring of Honor you know cl- went it closed down after uh, Final Battle last year, we did our draft, and I think I mentioned about the Righteous being drafted to WWE because they were kind of like that that this era's you know Wyatt family, and I thought Vincent was, you know, kind of like that guy that could play that, pull off that Bray Wyatt character. And just the fact that there's a chance that we could see the two of them together. I I, I think that'd be, that'd be mad t- TV, mad, television magic. Joe K. Yeah, it's good. You, you didn't even watch this week, did you? No, no. Um, Who's no, up in the uh, mountains? Yeah. So no, I yeah I, I started to watch though. I have everything recorded, so I always yeah. sort of record and watch it after. Um, I 
it, it's what we're like three weeks in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's three weeks in. There's, I don't have any judgment on it yet. Let it let it have time. I don't think even in the missteps with Bray, um, for his various characters, it's still stuff that you want to watch and see what's next, whether you like it or not. I wasn't a big fan of the Firefly Funhouse. That was not really one that I enjoyed much. The Fiend started out pretty good, but kind of went off the rails a little bit. Uh, I love the Eater of Worlds, the Wyatt family, and but all of it stuff that you're like, well, what the hell is going to happen next? Where are we going with this? And that's exactly where we're at now. It's like we don't know. It could be any number of people. It might not be anybody. It might be that split personality type character where every week he comes out as a different version of him, you know, from years past and something different. So we don't know. And that's the thing. We're sitting here speculating. It could be this person. could be that person. It could be just Bray. Who knows? Let's let's see where it goes. I mean, either way, I'm going to I'm going to be watching it no matter what. Let me offer up this, man. That first promo when he first came back, you know, I don't think that was Bray Wyatt. I think that was Wyndham. Wyndham was in the ring. Yes. The thank you promo and the everything that's kind of happened since then, I think we're slowly seeing the descent into madness. The psychology is there mm. of all these demons that Wyndham returned to not Bray Wyatt yeah, yeah, had yeah, to yeah. deal with. Yeah. So and- go ahead. No, I was just going to say, because they still are doing the QR codes, and I know they had that one recently where if you scanned it, it was like a like a psychiatric evaluation of him from years ago or something, and it's just like the thing, the, 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 you can tell they're putting so much effort and so much into this, and usually when you put this much effort into a storyline or a character, you're like, Basically, you you want it to succeed, so I'm just glad to see. But I just think that la- the, the, the all the layers and everything, it's it's great. Yeah, talking about layers, talking about legacies, family, guys. We had a fourth generation superstar make their debut. Yes, let's get into a little jism with schism and their latest member. You, you know, I admit, like, I was really you shocked to talk about this one. You guys got this yeah. right. All right. <laughs> I was I was really shocked because there was a report. I, I can't remember who put it out or something. But I love these dirt sheet writers that think they know everything and stuff. They were, uh, it, you know, they were saying, I think it was uh, Isla Dawn or from NXT UK was mm-hmm. rumored to be the fourth member. But honestly, I, I like it. Like. You know, I think Joe Gacy's very talented on the mic, and um, the two guys that used to be, um, you know, grizzled the grizzled young vets. I can't remember what their names are now, what they call them now, but uh, Zach Gibson and uh, uh, James Drake, very talented guys. I'm big fan of their run as the grizzled young veterans, and that. So, and then with uh, now Ava Rain, aka Simone Johnson, I, I you know. It'll be interesting in, in, in that because I think obviously, you know, pretty much everybody knows Ava Rain is the Rock's daughter. So she's got, you know, high expectations a la, you know, Charlotte Flair, hell, even David Flair, although we all know how well that turned out. And so, <laughs> oh, low blow, low blow. Keep going. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's interesting. 
But uh, I want to I want to pose a question to all three of you guys here. So we talk about you know Ava Rain being the first four, fourth generation wrestler, and there's a few talented third generations that are wrestlers out there. One of them being The Rock. Who do you think has had a better professional wrestling career, The Rock or the another third generation star in Randy Orton? Is that serious? Okay, I mean, well, no, I mean, I, I get what he's saying in the sense you gotta you gotta look at it from just the wrestling. If we're just talking the wrestling standpoint, Randy's yes, been world champion more times. He's had more titles. Is he The Rock? No, you know. It, no, but it, I don't think you can take away from what Randy's done and what Randy is in the ring, which, in my opinion, is probably one of the most underrated workers in the business because of his last name. I mean, that kid, he's been able to go since the day he put boots on. And we're going on, mm-hmm. and then we're talking 20 plus We're talking years. legend killer, voices in my head, all the stuff that he's the done. His work. The Vi- I mean, just and the Viper, it just, I love that gimmick, and I always have. Um, RK Bro. I, I mean, The Rock. You guys, how long was The Rock's actual wrestling career? Really, I think he was only full time for what three, four years? years. Four was six it six? Because it was Anybody like I think it was Like I think it was 02 Was probably when he kind of went from being you know full time. Re- and even by in 02 he was already kind of winding down and stuff because he really. His last, he had that match with Brock at SummerSlam, and then I don't think he wrestled again until WrestleMania 20. And or no, against- WrestleMania, right before WrestleMania 19, I apologize. Okay. He had that Austin's last match. Mm-hmm. You know, and Randy's been going strong now for what, almost 20 years? 20 years, yeah. And been at the top of the card the entire his entire career. I mean, comparing yeah, the two yeah. personality-wise, promo-wise, and all that, it's apples to oranges because The Rock is The Rock. But if we're just talking solely on his wrestling career, you can't take away, you can't diminish what Randy's done compared to The Rock just because The Rock is, you know, a big super movie, you know, movie star and and all that stuff, man. Yeah. If we're looking at it just from that standpoint, Randy's in the, you know, he's in the conversation. Now, if we're looking at it from The Rock versus everybody else, then no, (laughs) it's The Rock, you know. Right. What do you think, Turtleneck? <laughs> well, I think the biggest problem here is we're leaving out the probably the greatest third generation superstar of all time. The man who still has not been eliminated from the Royal Rumble going on seven years. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I got two. I got two out of the three. I'll take it. Um, you know, you know, yeah. You can't really compare the two because, yeah, a six-year career compared to a twenty-year career, full-time. I mean, come on, that doesn't make sense. You know, Randy's biggest problem has always been, and he's even said it is Randy. Yeah, he spent he spent years because he's so fucking good and such a natural at everything he's done in the wrestling business that he spent years just going fuck it, whatever. I can go out yeah. and have a great match and just fuck off and do whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that was always a bummer because 
the kid's been absolute fucking gold since he stepped into yeah. a WWE ring. Yep, um, sure. You know, the rock. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing too, is not just looking at their careers and their, you know, wrestling careers. Um, but in my opinion, they're two different generations of wrestlers. Yes. At this point too, you know, because by the time Randy came through, it was a different era of wrestling. You know, mm-hmm. do, is the rock really the major star that he is without him debuting in the attitude era? Who knows? Probably not. I, I mean, I honestly, I don't, I don't think he is. Does yeah, I agree with you. And, and you've seen that in the comebacks that he's had over the years when he was booed when he was going against Cena. Like, you know, there was legit booing happening. Nobody was doing that when The Rock was The Rock, you know, yeah. circa what, 2000? I mean, yeah. It, so, so you can't really compare them because of that. Um, I mean, in the end, though, Randy will never get the praise that The Rock get because The Rock did go on. And it's hard to, to differentiate the career of The Rock and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yes. And as far as generational stars go, man, you got to throw other. There's there's other guys that can. Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Yep. Bret Hart. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, those mm-hmm. two right there. I mean, I I dare say that you can't put Eddie in the top five all time. In my You're opinion, like second the, generation wrestlers. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm just saying generational stars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Eddie, I don't know what generation he is. Was he second, third? I believe he's second. Second generation. He's he's second. Brett's a second. But even so, you have to. It's at some point. It's so hard to live up to the legacy of what you know a famous father has done in the business. And now we're and now we're in the point where a, a famous mother in the business, you know, we're, we're, we're getting to that time now with, you know, women's wrestling coming around in the last, you know, especially like the last 15 years where it's built from. Um, but you know, having that, like, that's kind of cool, right? Yeah, it it is cool. You know, like, I I mean, I have a daughter, so to me, it's really, you know, it's kind of awesome. Like where you always used to say, no, who was your father? Who was your father? You know, it's like, Oh yeah. Who's your mom? Oh yeah. My mom was so-and-so. Like that's kind of well now and now it ain't my mom was in bras and bras and panties matches like now they can say my mom's a wrestler you know what I mean like yeah. it's yeah you know compared to what it used to be and my that's mom not their fault they match, just did you know? what they got paid to do but or here's or one even or even better how about how about in you know twenty Main years WrestleMania how, how about in twenty years when you get uh you know Seth and Becky's kid their daughter like wow. <laughs> Yeah, Mox's Mox's kit. Like, there's so many, there's so many things. I will say this though, going back to the original point, um, I don't really give a shit. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> NXT is pff, fucking whatever. But um, hey, I do like that she said that she wanted to in an interview. She wants to be her own. Doesn't want to be the Rock's daughter, so she has her own ring name that has nothing to do with her family, as we know so many members of that fucking family and um and on top of that uh she she just wants to do her own thing you know and of course there's comparison well the rock the rock jumped into the nation of domination yeah okay cool but this is different it's a different 
era of wrestling with factions and things like that than it was back in Attitude Era. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. She's doing her own thing, not coming in, just being like, oh, I'm part of that Samoan legacy, and everybody should respect that. No, she's doing her own thing. Whole different character, whole different gimmick. And it, it, good for her. I like that. I agree with you in the sense that I thought for sure they were just going to throw her into the bloodline. You oh, know, she's going to be the next one in. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad that, that would have been an interesting, you know, if they if if provided they went with if they if they went with you know Rock versus Roman, which is still being rumored for WrestleMania next year, that would be really a waste of a main event. So here's my take, man. To be honest, and I know we're almost already off of this topic because we kind of wandered around on it. Yeah, but. And I think Joey K was real close on what my take is going to be here. There are certain names you have to live up to in the company, right? For Ava, shit, she's coming out of The Rock. That's that's a big name to live up to, you know. Um, win, lose, or draw, love or hate, The Rock is one of the most prolific people in the business. Yeah. Randy Orton had to follow in the footsteps of Cowboy Bob Orton. I don't think that helped him out too much. Daddy was a straight-up Hall of Famer. Daddy was a worker. And you're his kid. Good-looking. You got the talent. A little bit of an attitude. And nobody really wants to do much because you're a bit of an asshole because you know who your dad is. Yeah. Here's my difference with The Rock. By all accord, even though his father was Soul Man Rocky Johnson, The Rock was not perceived to be second generation or third generation because of the soul man. He was perceived because of high chief Peter Maivia. Mm-hmm. Peter Maivia had the bigger name than Rocky because of the falling out between the WWF and Rocky. So right. it's kind of like the rock didn't have those big expectations. You know, they were willing to give him the benefit of the doubt because yeah, kid looks like he can move this, this flex Cavana kid, He's got something. He's selling the old-fashioned way. This kid's got some of the touch. You know, they saw things that the soul man had in him and were hoping that he had some of the high chief's moral ground in him, which, you know, we got to see play out. So I I think that um, when they're beginning out, The Rock had a lot more of a a earned-it kind of feel to when he finally broke out from the die rocky dies to the nation of domination to being the most electric man in sports entertainment you kind of feel like he deserved it he earned it he definitely did yeah but that's a personality thing because guess what the rock the rock may the you're you're right on a path there but at the same time the rock may have not have sounded like soul man rocky johnson but he sure as fuck wrestled like Soul yeah. Man Rocky Johnson. Well, that's because yeah. his dad trained him. Yeah, got him started. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing. There was nothing wrong with Soul Man's moves. So he was the first African American tag team champion with Tony Atlas. That's uh, correct. With Soul Patrol, but sucking them toes, baby. It's a sucking them toes, <laughs> goddamn. But that, and that's the thing, though. Rocky and and I think they do real good of highlighting it. Even when he got inducted to the Hall of Fame, Soul Man was always about the business but he wasn't always about the business in the right way right so i think when you have that stigma of this kid's got it this kid's got that old school type of feeling but does he have it up here they're gonna give you 
you know, you're going to get that honest chance because of your pedigree. And I think that's coming more for the rock off of the high chief than it was the soul man. And he did more with the opportunity. Randy, they knew what they had. Cowboy yeah. Bob Orton, that's a company man. This guy's been loyal all the way through. This is who we could count on if we need something. So Randy came in, little bit of an asshole. He already knew, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna retire in this bitch. My dad's name is on the outside. Yeah. So it's 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 completely different when you look into the circumstances between both wrestlers, man, and and this the genres, the attitude era, the ruthless aggression era. The Both competition, too, you man. I mean, The Rock was exactly. on the stick with what? Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Stone, Stone Cold, Cold, Steve Austin, Stone Cold, Jericho, Nick Foley, and competing you know, against was, everything in WCW. Yeah. Yeah. They had the Monday Night Wars. You know, and, and the he ruthless was, he, aggression. He learned he under that learning good. tree of Ron Simmons, too, who was the actual first black heavyweight champion of the world. So, yeah, thank yeah. you. Yes, you know, he was. You know, and, and, I love me some Ron Simmons. Anyway. Oh, I love Ron Simmons, too. I love Ron Simmons, too. I do love that story real quick, though. I do love that story about Ron didn't want to ride in the car with the rest of the nation because the Godfather smoked too much weed. (laughs) (laughs) I I think that fucking story is just great to me. I don't know why. It's just just hilarious that Ron Simmons like, no, I I can't ride with you guys anymore. Because Godfather, I know he's a Florida State guy. You think he'd be used to it? You know what I'm saying? No, he, yeah, he's a Florida State guy. He's not a fucking. He's not from the U. All right, hey, you don't don't shit on the U. Don't do that. The low blow, man. Low blow on the U. Personal foul. I'm not shitting on the U. I fuck (laughs) you. That's one of my favorite documentaries ever. The first one. (laughs) The second one's kind of it, but that first one. God dang right, Michael Irving is one of the biggest. What was it, dude? The only the only Dallas Cowboy I'll cheer for is Mike Corbin. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Dude's a straight menace. Hired different taxis for each of his baby mamas. <laughs> yeah. So so who watched uh, who watched uh, Halloween Havoc? I know Joey nope. K didn't. It actually wasn't I, terrible. I totally disagree with that. I actually. So here's what happened. Saturday came around. I worked, got up, went into work Saturday morning, got off about noon. And I actually somehow talked my wife into watching the pay-per-view with me. Bless her. Yeah. God damn it. Bless her heart. And that's like almost three hours that we're, that's three hours of our lives. We are never fucking getting back. Just, I mean, when it was over, I legit turned to her and was like, I'm, I'm so sorry. What was it about the show that you didn't like, though? I just, man, I just, I feel like it was just one of those deals, like, you, they were trying so hard to make that something. And it just, like, I feel like the ladder match at the very beginning was the highlight of the show. Everything after that was a long flush. I'll, I'll agree with you on certain things, you know, in terms of being a long flush, but, I mean, I like I liked obviously the opening ladder match was really good. You know, I really liked the fact that they went with Wesley, you know, and giving his character some you know validation finally after all the shit that went down with you know his part his former partner Nash Carter and all the stuff that went when he you know went down when he got released. Um I really liked that main event. Like I thought it was really entertaining. Um, you know, I mean it was there were moments where you thought any one of those guys were gonna walk away with with the title and uh and that so the one thing like i really did not like 
um, and I know we were kind of talking about this before we started recording, was that cinematic stuff they added to, you know, before the uh, the women's title match. I did not like that at all. Like I, I, I just actually thought the haunted funny. house thing was the most entertaining part of the show because at least it was funny. Yeah, I think you it know? achieved what it was supposed to. It was. It wasn't as funny as that women's match between Cora Jade and the 16-year-old or however old she is. We, 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 do, not talk, we do not it. talk bad about Roxy on this No, show. no, 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 no. Hear, hear me out, okay, for real. I think Cora Jade, for her age, is a pretty good women's wrestler, and in five years, she's probably going to be something that people are going to want to see. I, I 100% think Roxy is a very talented, I, I watched her on the indies, I think she's a solid worker. But you can't take two kids that have been in the business for a cup of coffee and expect them to go out there and tell a story when neither one of them know how to write. Have you not watched the Jade Cargill match? <laughs> yeah, dude, and I don't think Jade Cargill should have a belt or uh, undefeated record either. She should. Goldberg. I don't, I don't, I, you know, that to me, that's the same thing. I understand what they're doing. They have two characters that are young and attractive and people are excited to see them work. But here's the problem. You got to be able to work. And if you can't put two inexperienced workers on a main event show. And so expect you don't it to watch, go the way it's supposed to go. I mean, that was supposed to be like a weapons that was supposed to be like a weapons match, right? Weapons Wild, I think, was the stipulation. They did that big bump off that top platform. I mean, she literally just turned and wrapped her arm around the girl, and they both kind of looked at each other and went, all right, let's fall. Well, I nobody mean, shut. I mean, there was no – nobody suplexed off that into the table. Like, dude, they literally just stepped back and fell off together. They were like more like Thelma and Louise than they were Roxanne and – uh, Roxanne and Cora. You know what I mean? They're, it wasn't they're, a good match. Both, and that main event with Breaker and all. Bro. Dude, that thing was so helter-skelter and just the ambulance <laughs> match. On. That Hold was on. You're, you're going too fast here, buddy. First off, number one. Well, Roxanne. I'm just trying to get through it because I don't want to relive it. If I talk fast and I don't got to think about that much longer. I just, I mean, I don't. <laughs> Dennis, the, the difference between me and me and Dennis is always going to be Dennis is always going to give them the benefit of the doubt because he's just if it's wrestling and he can watch it, he's he's never ever going to say anything. It sucks as far as like the whole show didn't suck. He's always going to find good stuff. I'm for a me, glass half full guy. You and you are, and I'm not bragging on you for that. I'm just oh, saying. I know, like, I know. If I see more negative than I do positive, then it wasn't a good show. It just wasn't a good show, yeah. In my opinion, but it all boils down to the about- kids guy. So fuck them kids in that XT. They fuck were talking about kids. it on Busted Open like it was like you know like Ricky Steamboat and Randy Savage was there and they had five matches and it was the great. I mean, come on, do you, the only reason why Busted Open was blowing it was because Dave LaGreca was there at the pre-show and he got to be on WWE TV and he's the biggest mark for himself than he is for anybody. Yeah, he is. I mean, I like Dave. I, I mean, I, and I love Busted Open, but dude, you're pumping that up just because you want to get back on WWE TV. And I get that. That's your job. But that doesn't make the pay-per-view good. I don't know. I, I thoroughly enjoy the pay-per-view. Shout out to the NA title. 
being uh, one of the most predominantly held titles by African-American men in the WWE. It's a great mm-hmm. statistic I saw there. It's awesome. Uh, I mean, I, I enjoyed the campiness of Mandy Rose's, you know, I guess whatever we would call it, Haunted House. Um, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I don't know. Maybe I'm fucking weird. But um, amongst other things, you know, amongst other things. And I thoroughly enjoy Ilya Dragunov wrestling. Um, I don't know what it is. There's something about that little fool that never say die attitude that, you know, you're going to have to kill me style that I just freaking love and watching him go against the big pit bull. It was like watching a pit bull and a chihuahua fight. And I was there for it the whole fucking time. Um, I enjoyed the horror show that ended up being the shit show of Halloween Havoc. I enjoyed it too. I just, like I said, I, but again, we all have different tastes, you know, what I think might be good. Sean might think it's crap. You know what Jovan likes, you know, Joey K might think is crap. I mean, especially when it comes well, to Joey K didn't even bother watching it. So yeah. yeah, Joey K was busy up in the mountains. Speaking of which, what were you doing in the mountains? Uh, I was, <laughs> Yeah, I was hunting Bigfoot, trying to clap them cheeks. Um, (laughs) I was on vacation. I was taking a nice time out, a nice scenic visit to the mountains after I absolutely beat the shit out of Jovan's fucking balls (laughs) last week. I felt I needed a rest. You're you're looking at the fucking tribal chief of this show, baby. I was on vacation. Oh, my God. You stacked him up. I knocked him down, and I go on vacation. That's what the fuck I do. Oh, boy. From day one. Okay. So, a few weeks ago, actually, it's about two weeks ago, uh, we had uh, our boy Sean down here. We got into a little bit of a talk about a gun show and stuff, and he said some things about my cousin and his boy, uh, Jerry. And, uh, Sean, um, Jerry sent me this message for you, so I'm going to play this for you right now, all right? Oh, man. Cover your ears, baby. This ain't going to be good. So the silver fox wants to talk smack, huh? You see, when a person talks about another person and talks down to them about their physical looks, unlike society, I take that and I use it as fuel because I have a fire that burns deep down inside of me and the more fuel, the hotter the fire burns. The thing about a fox is, they may be sly, vicious, sneaky creatures, but they eventually get trapped by the hunter and exterminated. So, Silver Fox, you better get ready because I'm coming. <laughs> fucking wish, what kind of backwoods bullshit is that? I was just gonna say your response. That is, you know what's so funny is I don't think I said anything about a gun show. That was actually Joey K who was like, I'm the one I never lost anybody to Jerry, and now I got Deliverance sending me fucking hate videos and shit. Yeah, the fu- the fucking eater of tasty cakes over there, fucking <laughs> dropping in to give you a fucking. I you didn't even do anything. I'm the one who ripped my shirt off and was flexing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't give a shit, and I'm just sitting here going, oh. Uh, Ginger Wyatt. Wow. Ginger Wyatt. That's hilarious. You know what? 
So, Javon, I just got an idea. Remember how we were going to build this as a, gu- as, as a gun show between Sean and Jerry? Yeah. Let's make it a three-way dance. Let's throw the premiere in there. Oh, oh yeah. He's not ripping the man. sweatshirt off tonight. He's too warm at home. Calm down. Dude, he's no, 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 seriously crazy. working out. He's two weeks in a row now. He's got sleeves on. There's something going on there. He's just. He's got to hide the. Uh, never mind. I'm going to leave that so, one. Alone. Just, that good. Now he's got the his only thing room, missing... you know. There's like the a Bowflex or something in the basement or something. He's he's over there doing curls or doing some shit. Yeah, fucking thigh just remember, happening just, right hey, now underneath this table. Just remember, <laughs> uh, remember, Pinky's out, dude. That right. okay? Right but am I not like kidding? Was that wrong. not was that not like the creepiest <laughs> fucking promo you've ever seen in your life? Hold on, did anybody hear what Jovan just said? Nope. No, and it, and it went perfectly fine without anybody hearing it, Joey. It was just I for you. I heard it. What do you say? <laughs> I don't even want to repeat it. I'm not saying that. Oh, hell yeah. Oh my Dude, it must God. be bad what if you're not going to say you? it. What is fucking wrong with you, bro? That's right. Right. Oh my God. I guess just, we're going to have to go back and watch now. the replay. I'm going to have to rewind it. Oh, no. It was too. It was so good. It was just perfectly snuck in there where you heard it. It's all yeah. that matters. All right. Oh, <laughs> okay. So, up, bro. <laughs> so, we got a little bit of time left here. Let's uh let's shift over to AEW. What do you think of that uh the the ending of the show last night? It stinks. <laughs> wow, why why do you say that? It stinks. You're building up the next guy to take your title and you have him jumped by freaking jobbers. It stinks. I don't care if one's seven foot tall and you can't teach that. It stinks. All right, Jay Sherman. It was hey, actually it was... I like Big Cass. I, I I I'm just glad he's getting some work. I do too, and hey, he needs it so he can keep buying his testosterone TRT replacements because he's looking great. But I mean, Tony Khan must have got a bad batch last week or this past week because Jesus Christ, last night was terrible. That doesn't and, uh, that doesn't feel I, like I, aces. That doesn't feel all aces and eights to you guys. You don't. I was going to say exactly that. Like I was listening to Busted Open earlier this morning, and oh, that know. got brought up. Because when you think about it, remember at the beginning of the Aces and Eight storyline, you know, Bully Ray, it was Bully Ray and Sting in a tag match. When, and then when after the match was the first, reveal of the first member, which ended up being Devon, and then they won't, they, they stretched it out for, I want to say, a year, almost a year or something. One of the most you know, mind numbing storylines in the history of professional wrestling. <laughs> so we're like going Bully back Ray. to it. But I think that's using... what we're getting here. I think that was just the they're throw you know throwing off the sentence stuff. I think it's all going to come back where I think you know they're gonna it's it's all a ploy like it's it's all a swerve. Hot take, fuck it, because I'm tired and we're almost done here. Hot take of the night, then I'm going to leave this for you guys open. MJF cannot lead a group. Okay, he had the pinnacle. Pinnacle was the drizzling shits to borrow from the premiere up there. I don't want to see him with Stokely Hathaway's misfits of fucking broken toys. I don't want him to be with the <laughs> jobbers of the man. weeks. All ego Canadian rage or whatever the fuck his name is is on. You love that guy. Hey, I like you. Need to say he should have a belt man. like two weeks ago. Yeah, he's that's like over 31 or some shit. 
And he and he beat your future AEW heavyweight champion's ass down to the ground. How does that make you feel? Yeah, I know. And that's the most offensive moves he's had in three fucking and, years in AEW. And he was the main one fucking doing the beat down. And that's another issue yeah. I had with it too. But anyway, yeah, no, it's it's to me it's it's it sucks. And I love AEW. All you AEW stands come at me. I fucking love AEW. Right. I spend so, more money with AEW than how, I do any other co- how, company. How 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 dominant did Claudio Castagnoli look last night? I thought that was probably his best performance since he's been in AEW. I mean, we're not surprised. Cesaro can wrestle. He? I, he's I always been able to wrestle. Yeah. In other news, grass is green, dude. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know. <laughs> the problem is, the problem is he doesn't have anybody really to go against, and he's been booked like fucking dog shit. So uh, I like it. <laughs> and then like so. It. And then the other big yeah. news with AEW now there's now there's a story going around that apparently CM Punk's dog was hurt when the door was kicked in and stuff. I mean, my my it, question: Why did it take all this time for this story to come out? Because that dog's fine, and they slapped the leg when they kicked it, so nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't I I don't know what's going on with that whole deal. I mean, even like there were wasn't there like some video vignettes last night about. Uh, like almost like the whole they did the they the Thanos thing where they you know she snapped like their finger and whatever. I don't yeah, so. I don't I don't know what's going on with that. I feel like they haven't even talked about it. And then I've read what numerous things this week about they're working to buy out Punk's contract, and now they're talking yeah. about like Triple H is open to Punk coming back to WWE, and crazier shits happened. I mean, the Warrior came back, so. And they did a two-hour documentary and sold that shit on the fact how much they hated that guy. Look so, here, Sean. I mean, I'm going to take reach out right now. You're going to reach out to Warrior Nation, and we're going to go and strap the rocket ship and go straight through the rocket moon. Yeah. No, the rocket ship with the fuel. You know, I, I think... Bring that on, actually. actually. Uh, Hunter was... Kind of more like Mr. Spacely there. <laughs> You're fired. I'll take it. I'll take that. Uh, fucking Jetsons <laughs> reference at 57 minutes in. Um, you know, Hunter was the one behind the whole bringing the warrior back for that whole yeah. deal. Same so, thing with Bruno. Oddly enough, yeah. Triple H is also probably responsible for his heart attack. So, you know, I, I don't oh. know. Give the warrior a strong bump and he couldn't take it. Dude, I'm pretty oh. sure. I'm pretty sure 30 years of steroid and human growth hormone abuse kind of contributed to that. Hold too. on, hold on. They bring him out for Monday night to give his last farewell. Somebody gives him that one bump for the road, and that's all. Uh, God, dude, that's awful. <laughs> that's awful. Y'all better watch out, legends who had beef with WWE. They'll bring you back and take you out. Put you in the next video game. You'll be in the next video game with all your rights. Signed away, man. Signed Awful. away. Now you're, only one that now you're a lifer. Yeah, you're going to be unlockable every fucking year. And when you get taken off, you'll be in community creations. Yeah, so I will I will speak. I will talk on this as far as like the ending of AEW last night. There is a part of me that, especially with the, the interview he did with Renee and then coming out later on, I don't think it matters whether he's a face or a heel. He's just over. Yeah. And he kind of reminds me of Austin before this. Like as Steve was turning the corner. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. When they so were, ringmaster you know, days before. The think about how he promo. used to, yeah, Pat, just at, right after ringmaster, just as he's starting to get heat, he's starting to, you know, just, you know, remember him like yelling at, beating up producers and cursing out what's her name. That's the, you know, the blonde, I can't remember, Sonny. Like, you know, yep. talking down to her and calling her names. Showing up at Brian Pillman's house. Yeah, just all that negative stuff. That, I mean, he tried so hard to be this this big heel, but he was just so good at it. He was just over. Yep. I think MJF can be the exception to the rule. I think he can be one of those guys that it just depends on who he's working with. I don't think he cares about pop. I don't think he cares about booze. I just think he cares one way or the other. He's getting some kind of reaction and that even that interview last night, I mean, he was literally back talking Renee and still getting pop. So I love you, Virginia, even though, you know, you're a little trashy and you know what I mean? It's like everything the guy does love, is just gold right now. I don't see And I how... love Renee. <clears throat> Go ahead. As I say, I love just Renee selling it with the facial expressions and everything during the interview. Yeah. Who doesn't love a little trashy? But I mean, I just like, like, dude, I mean, they're the guy can do he would literally have to like kick puppies in front of people. They would eat it up. That's his character. To lose his job. Fuck them puppies. Fuck them puppies. (laughs) And I don't even know if I should say this, but he's kind of like Trump. You know, Trump said he'd I could kill somebody in the middle of Broadway and I nobody'd do anything. He's kind of on that level of hate, like that level of, you know. Well, we've lost half the Celebrity. audience, guys. No, 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 dude. I, 42. That, the, tw- 42. the 25 or 30 that are watching, they're not voting, bro. Don't worry. <laughs> I just mean <laughs> in the sense of Trump as a celebrity, even before the presidency and all that other stuff that, that was going you on. Mean the Hall of Famer. Him as a person. You know, people Is he like, still a WWE Hall of Famer? I think he is, yeah. Ours, I know he is, yeah. Is he the first yeah. ex-president Hall of Famer in the WWE? That's awesome. Yeah, I think Yeah, because Jesse Ventura was governor, only. right? It was, yeah. yeah. Um, but I just mean in the sense Jesse of... Ventura, when, when Ventura needed money and he started doing the conspiracy theories with Jesse yeah. the Body Ventura. Fucking love the, that I show. mean, I think that with what MJF is doing and how, how he's doing it, and just, I mean, he's just so damn good. I mean, he really is. Like, you... Mm-hmm. You you want to root for that guy and you want to see him get his face kicked in all at the same time, you know. Well, just remember, like the three of me, you, Sean, and uh, Jovan were all in the suite, you know, at All Out when he showed up, and that place went crazy. Yeah, like once it went they, nuts. Once they and the funny thing is, is like he didn't even do anything. He had five guys go out, steal the match. All he, he got the ship, and then he came out after uh, Punk won and unmasked, yeah. and that was it. Took his mask off, didn't break a sweat, and he's got the chip and a chance at a title. And that's, I mean, how many times has he even wrestled on TV? Like what, twelve? And and the sad In thing is, is AEW years, so unreliable that we'll never get the payoff to that match. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. <sighs> Joey K, what you thinking up there? Nothing. Fantastic. <laughs> Nothing at all. Fantastic. You just been. A, I don't know. You have been what a the fuck font. We talking information about for about three straight weeks. World, just a font of information. What? <laughs> what were we talking about again? Here, I don't know. We got distracted and sidetracked. <laughs> the fuck is that's happening? been pretty much the whole show, right? You know yeah, what? I was just gonna say. 
Let's just no call idea. it. We're at the hour. Let's do final thoughts. I'll let Joey no. K start. No, no. Because I'm, I'm not letting you in again. Oh, no, I'm good. Go ahead. <laughs> Sean, we'll let you give final thoughts first today. Final thoughts. Okay. I actually have one, and this is going to piss Joey K off, but I'm sick to death of 83-week podcasts. I'm tired of the Cornette cult. I am sick and to death of these old-ass promoters. Yep, there he goes. <laughs> Bye, buddy. These old-ass promoters getting on their podcasts and just complain. Well, Vince Russo is another one. Uh, just complaining and ragging on every aspect of pro wrestling because these three fucks don't have a job. If anything, I almost like Cornette would be the one that I give the, the most latitude to because the man is a lifer in this business. And I know how much he loves professional wrestling. Um, I enjoyed him so much as a performer. I enjoyed him as a booker I enjoyed him as an announcer and a manager compared to the other two who were just basically, you know, personalities or writers who just kind of showed up and decided, Hey, I want to make a living in pro wrestling. And then you think about all the stuff that Eric Bischoff has done and his whole, even the name of his podcast, like, dude, you fluked your way into winning 83 weeks. You didn't create nobody. You didn't make any, kind of storyline that was worth anybody sticking around. You brought five guys over from the other company. You put them together and crossed your fingers and hoped it would work out. And in the meantime, you let go of and fired Stone Cold Steve Austin, first ballot Hall of Famer, probably one of the biggest, hottest stars in the history of the business, you know, second only to Hogan. Mick Foley, three-time world champion, Hall of Famer, one of the greatest personalities and probably one of the smartest wrestlers that have ever been in the business. Mm -hmm. Eddie Guerrero, world champion. You just outright just gave him his release. Triple H, Chris Jericho. Uh, I could even say Chris Benoit. How many other guys? Uh, Here's another one. Uh, Mark Callis. He was in WCW and was told nobody will ever pay money for you to watch you wrestle in, in his defense. I don't think that was Bischoff because Bischoff wasn't running the show back then. He was no, like, it wasn't. And my whole point is, is like you got these guys that are pretty much getting on, not so much Cornette. I feel like Cornette comes at it. Everything he says and does is from what he would do and how he would book it. And I think of those three guys where a majority of the people that are doing podcasts right now, Cornette is the one guy that I feel like when he says something, you almost got to kind of give it a listen. You got to hear what he's saying because the guy's mm-hmm. been in the business since he was what, 18, 19 years old. He worked under Dusty Rhodes. He worked under Vince McMahon. He's been a booker, a promoter, an in-ring performer, all of that. Yeah. Eric Bischoff was just a face that had a microphone in AWA and got lucky to get hired as a producer. And we all know Vince Russo ain't worth a shit. One thing that I just recently learned about I was just going to say one thing that I just recently learned about Cornette. I saw, and I think it was in some post or something I seen online when they were talking about the the show on Vice TV, the Tales from the Territories, and they were talking about the episode with uh, about Lawler versus Kaufman. That apparently Jim Cornette took, was like a ringside photographer and took a lot of pictures during that uh, that storyline, yeah. which I never knew. 
Well, I mean, dude, I mean, of those guys, I mean, like I, Cornette's like, I've been listening to his podcast and, and number one is entertaining. Number two, you got to say, you got to give that guy pretty much 80% of his opinions are accurate. Wrestling. Look at his house. Have you ever seen pictures of his house? It's like yeah. a museum. But when it comes to, you know, just like I Bischoff shitting all over what AEW is doing and, you know, dude, you, yeah, you won 83 weeks, but your company went under and got bought out from underneath you. And not only did it get bought out from underneath you, you went to work for the guy who bought your company. Yeah. You know, you're lucky you weren't working concessions in WWE. And he might have been behind the scenes. I don't know. I'm sure he brought Vince water a lot. Eric Bischoff and catering. So, I mean, I just, just because you have a podcast doesn't mean you have the right to shit on something, especially when you don't, you didn't know what you were doing. There were no storylines in WCW. Everything was thrown together for ratings. We're going to have a match for Goldberg and Hogan on Thursday night. Thunder Thursday night. Thunder. No prep, no storyline, no nothing. And you think you have the right to tell people how to run their business and tell them what you think they're doing wrong? Dude, shut your mouth. That's it. Ran over. I'm done. I think a lot of what he says, what Sean just said, especially towards the end, about just because you have a podcast and platform, that's the problem with a lot of people in social media these days because Twitter and Facebook and stuff gives them a platform and they just, you know, like to spout off things that make zero sense and are just completely stupid, but they, they, they think they can get away with it, you know, and stuff. So for me, I'm going to go with, um, recently there was a report that had come out that, uh, Booker T I believe on his podcast was talking about, I, 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 I know uh, Quincy Elliott, who's like one of the new NXT superstars. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, anything like that. And again, this is just my opinion. This isn't reflective of anybody else here. So I want to make that abundantly clear that this is just mine and mine only that, you know, Quincy Elliott is a very flamboyant, you know, you know, gay character. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but Booker T was getting unfairly labeled as a, as a homophobe. Because he said Quincy Elliott wasn't doing anything for him. And to me, I think the people that are sitting there just saying because the guy wasn't doing anything for him, you know, and, and the, that gives them the right to call Booker T a homophobe just because the character or the person playing the character is gay. I mean, there's nothing wrong with not liking a character if you don't do it for it. And his orientation shouldn't have anything to do with that. I mean, he even said the same thing, I think, about Dustin Rhodes' portrayal as Gold does his versus like, he didn't like it or didn't understand it, but, you know, he later in the same interview said or something along the lines that, you know, turned out to be one of the greatest characters, you know, in the history of, you know, WWE, which he's not wrong. The Goldust character was amazing. I personally, the Quincy Elliott character doesn't do anything for me. I don't understand it yet. I know it's still new, but does, does, should that, should I be labeled? You know, with that term, just because I don't think that this character does anything for me, I don't think it's it would be fair for anyone to label me that way. And I don't think it's fair for anyone to label Booker T that way. And this is coming from someone who doesn't agree with a lot of what Booker T sometimes says on his podcast, because he said some really like things that just made me, you know, head scratching, you know, like, what the fuck? 
But I mean, the man is entitled to his opinion. You don't like it. That's fine. But that doesn't give you the right to call him a, you know, a homophobe because, you know, that that's just that's just wrong. And I think the people that, you know, that are accusing him are just as bad as, you know, they were trying to make Booker T out to be. So that's that's my rant. Okay. Okay. All right. I think Joey K. I think Jovan's going to make you go because he doesn't want you to go make the mistake of you going last. So, no, that's fine. It doesn't matter if I go last or not. Um, you know, both of you guys have really, really, really good points. Um, but I don't really give a flying fuck. You know why? <laughs> because, uh, my little buddy down here, Mr. Winky. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually going to help you two chuckleheads out in a second here. Um, <laughs> the big guy, after getting his cheeks clapped in by me last week, uh, I can't fucking wait because now you got to deal with these two fuckers over here playing the Bears this weekend, coming off a big win, a dominating win. win. Those boys learn how to play football in Chicago all of a sudden this week. So uh, I really can't wait. I, I hope they absolutely beat the ever-loving dog shit out of the Dallas Cowboys this weekend. I hope you watch it. I hope we, I'm I'm actually I'm gonna record it because I just you know I want that just to live on in my fucking DVR for a while. Uh, I've I've been kicking back, relaxing, celebrating a little six and zero bye week this past weekend. It was great. It's a good time. Uh, also, more so than that, I think we, we haven't addressed this because uh, I know it's not really your city, but it is your state, you fuck. And we got Friday night coming up real soon where we get finally those cold grease and motherfuckers out here. <laughs> Fucking Houston, Texas. You cheating fucking scumbags. You should have got stripped of your stupid fucking World Series title that you cheated and banged your fucking trash cans where you found your your fucking dumpster whore wives in and you're cheating, stealing signs from other teams. That's what I think of the Houston Astros. Oh, the Trashtros? Yeah, I fucking hate them. And I cannot wait. Oh, I cannot wait to that big swinging dick Kyle Schwerber comes up Batting one in the order, coming out to fucking Bone Thugs and Harmony like the fucking G that he is, coming up there and just beating the fucking brakes off of Verlander. Good for him. He's fucking Kate Upton. Whatever. He's fucking <laughs> dead to me. And you know who else is dead to me? Everybody else in Texas. So for all you three people from Texas who listen to this show, fuck y'all. <laughs> Fuck the Cowboys. Definitely fuck the Astros. Oh, and then even better, next Thursday on a fucking travel day, if the series even goes that long, let's be honest, I get Philly and Houston in the NFL next Thursday night too. So extra fuck that state. Y'all can kiss my ass, especially you down there, you big smiling goof. I hope. <laughs> I, I hope. I, I pray. That the VHS tape doesn't pop when you're fucking crying yourself to sleep watching your Super Bowl win from 30 fucking years ago or whatever it was. Jesus Christ, you bunch of 
fucking hicks down there. I can't stand you. And I say this. I say this in all love because a lot of my family lives in Texas, and I don't fucking care. They're all Cowboys fans too. So basically from September until February, they can fucking eat it too. I don't care. Sorry, Aunt Linda. But fuck all <laughs> y'all. Sorry, Aunt Linda. Go Phils. Fuck Dallas. Fuck Houston. I gotta mark that down because I think that's Joey Kate's soundbite there for the show. Sorry, Anne. Yeah, I, I can't wait till baseball and football season are, are over, dude. Because he's just gonna keep ragging on you every week. Oh, I no, don't worry. Don't worry. The Flyers won tonight, and I'm sure they're playing Dallas this year, and I don't know when, but I'll fucking throw that in there too. The fucking Dallas Mavericks will be around in Philly. It's going year round. Stick around. It's gonna be a fucking it's we're all four seasons here. For all the right reasons. <sighs> Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not an Astros fan, so that's that's cool. You know, I'm a Rangers fan. We hate Houston as much as the rest of the world. I'll give you that. Um, <laughs> we, we do consider the city, uh, the metropolitan area of Houston as the armpit of Texas. Um, so, I mean, we, we, we're there with you. And that was before the trash cans. Um, we, we just never really liked Houston. <laughs> that was um, before the trash cans. Yeah, it was before the trash cans. We've considered them the armpit of Texas. Um, and even to my family members who live out there in Houston, you've made your choice. So you you are you are armpit people. <laughs> and, and that's saying something because I've been to Corpus too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. No, everything that comes out of the Gulf of Mexico is not great. Um, like I said, Houston, Texas, armpit of Texas. If if the United States had an asshole, I'm pretty sure it'd be Houston area. Yeah, right off wow. the, right off the Gulf of freaking Mexico. Yeah, that's what I, we take I will I will humbly disagree and go with uh, <laughs> probably Camden or Trenton in Jersey. But okay, <laughs> yeah, I dare not speak ill of Brick City people. They're a special breed. I just don't feel like this this episode is going to get any kind of <laughs> Emmy nomination or recommendation for Emmy. I don't oh, think we're gonna... we've lost As at least opposed to uh, what the other 57 yeah. episodes we've done. We've lost I'm pretty sure the only, the only people watching this are us this week. I'm, I'm... Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've lost 90% of the people, and then we, we've mentioned Trump. I made a Benoit comment. Uh, I made a Benoit comment. That's two. Yeah. Yeah, but his was way worse. <laughs> his was way fucking <laughs> worse. Oh, it was so, so yeah. bad. It was so <laughs> bad. We may have lost a lot of people this episode, and that's cool. And then DDJ's take on uh, Quincy, which honestly, in my opinion, Quincy is uh, is the way that Sonny Kiss was tried to being portrayed in AEW, and it didn't go well because they didn't give him the right time or her the right time. Uh, they just kind of tried to force it, and it didn't feel natural. Quincy, I feel like they're giving Quincy that time to kind of make it feel like it's something there. Um and if anybody nope. knows about forcing it and not letting it feel natural, it would be Jovan. Five seconds. You're goddamn right. Damn right. You know, sometimes you know, they're not all tens, ladies and gentlemen out there. They're not all tens. Sometimes you take the shot of tequila to raise her up four or five. But day hey, ones. it happens ones. from day one. They're the ones. They're the ones. They're the ones that you take home after five. Anyway. Like there ain't ugly people out there in Philly. I seen some of y'all. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. Oh, there's there's some fucking dumpster fires walking around. Who gives a fuck though? (laughs) They're they're working they're working those grease poles in Philly right now too. It doesn't fucking matter. It's it's like a friend of mine used to say. You know, is it the wrong with being an ugly girl till your friends find out? Uh, but anyway. (laughs) 
<laughs> Anyways, to my final thoughts, so we can wrap up this trash can. Wait, you mean all that wasn't your final thought? No, no that was just no, my ramble. Yeah, to y'all's final thoughts. I mean, shit, I've let y'all all go on the whole goddamn hour and 20 minutes. I'm going to take true. a second. Then my final thought. So, <laughs> I can just get rained my ass every fucking week and then I can't get a minute. Anyway. <laughs> I thought all you yeah. did was five seconds, bud. So, you damn right. Give your balls go. a tug. Five, se- <laughs> five seconds of fury. Anyway. Um. Actually, I have no final thought this week. I've been fucking railroaded every way, but from Sunday on this damn show today. Um, and now I got the countdown from the world's most half-empty glass fool up there with his shaved head this week. So I'm just going to say that we want to thank the ladies out there in accounting, the jobbers out there at the catering stop. The Phillies, the Cubs, the Cardinals, the Bears, the Cowboys, the Eagles. Everybody but the Washington Commanders. They're all okay. You guys are all okay with me. The gun show go, out there. He's uh <laughs> he's showing uh <laughs> he's showing uh Ginger White his muscles down there in case he wants to bring it. But uh <laughs> hell, there's no better way to end this. I said we just cut it. DJ, cut the feed. We're we're just gonna go home. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> if you're still watching. Fuck yeah. Do not forget to hit the like and subscribe button. Follow the show on Twitter at S-H-O-O-T-I-N-S-H-T and thanks for listening.